What's going on, Coach? Coach? Coach, can you hear me? Hey, Coach. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right. Welcome to the 81 Podcast. It is your host, Asif Ali, and I am hey, here with... Wait a minute. Oh, you're good? Yeah, it took you a minute. Welcome to the 81 Podcast. You're your host, Asif Ali, and I'm here with my former coach and the current coach and owner of the Chicago Falcons semi-professional football team, Coach Tom Rob Robinson. Coach Rob, how are you doing today, Coach? I'm great. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So Yeah, it's been a while since we actually got to, you know, since I've seen you. It's been a couple of years. How's everything been? Can you hear me? I, uh, you, you, you going in and out? Yeah, no. Okay, let me. Uh, let's see. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you real good now. Oh, right, perfect. All right. Yeah, I was just asking. Yes. You know, I, yeah. How have you been, Coach? It's been a minute. <laughs> can you can you hear me? You can't hear me. Okay. Try it again. Okay. Can you hear me now? How about now? You keep like freezing. Keep freezing. Okay. But you can you can you hear me on the audio or no? Let me try. Let me try calling I you on my phone. I can hear you on the audio real good. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Let's just, let's just stick with the audio. Okay. So that's fine. All right. So how you been, coach? How have you been? Can you hear me? You can't hear me, Coach? Do what? Let Try me call him back? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you back on my phone, okay? Okay. All right. Let me stay. Let me end this. Okay, can you hear me now, Coach? Yes, I can. All right. Welcome to the A1 Podcast. Your host, Oscar Lee. I'm here with my coach, Chicago Falcons owner and head coach, the man, the myth, semi-pro, Hall of Fame inductee, Coach Tom Rob Robinson. Coach Rob, how are you doing today? 
Hey, I'm doing great. 100%. Thank you. Man, Coach, it's been a minute. How you been? Oh, well, just doing just as everyone else, trying to stay safe and hoping and wishing we can get this uh, football going and uh, make everybody happy. Yeah, I mean, I know that, you know, we were supposed to have the 30th anniversary of the Falcons Bank, but I was looking forward to that, but I'm not sure if yeah, that wasn't able to happen because of the COVID, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, obviously the Falcons have been yeah, around. I had to post, I had to cancel, reschedule. Yeah, you know, 30 so it's going to be 30 years. And uh, for our viewers who don't know, the Falcons are literally as old as me. I was born April 1990. The Falcons have been around were founded in April of 1990, and they're the longest running program in the state of Illinois. So, Coach Rob, there's a reason why this man's in the Hall of Fame. So, and so yeah, tell me. So, what's the what? So, what? So, what are, you, so what are the Falcons? But you know, even though it's funny that you mentioned there's no there's no there's been no football. I know I I saw a post from Hotspot Radio that that you that the Falcons donated recently to 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 one of the Christmas charities for Hotspot Radio. So. Yes, we are a uh, proud sponsor of the Adoptive Family Program, sponsored by Hotspot uh, Radio, you know, DJ Lowe's and Lexus. And uh, we're proud to be in our third year of their fourth year celebration. And I believe yesterday was the end of the uh, submissions of the essays. And once we are contacted, uh, they will give us a list of kids and the sizes and uh, the ages. And then we'll go out and buy gifts along with other sponsored as well and uh, like i said this is our third uh, year of participating and we look forward to it 100 percent. so let's so let's go ahead and start off with your background coach for the listeners who don't know you kind of start with your early years and uh you know kind of go into kind of your your, your coaching career uh, okay well i was born and raised in mobile alabama i uh, was trained by a lot of the older guys who were going to going off to college and going to the NFL, and I was uh, looking forward to being one of the bright spots at uh, one of the major universities there, uh, which I won't say the name right now. But uh, <laughs> I ended up my uh, mother moved to Chicago, and uh, I was re very rebellious of that move. I didn't want to leave. And uh, I ended up in Chicago. I, I didn't want to go to school. So I, I actually didn't drop out of high school, but I just didn't go. And mm. uh, my older brother and sister, them, and uh, mom and them said, hey, look, you either going to go to school or you're going to work while I went to school. And uh, I ended up at Orr High School. And I had a super career there playing football and wrestling. And uh, I... Went to Northeastern Illinois University, being an 18-year-old guy, I imagine when guys getting scholarship offers from all over the country, they it's a hard decision to make, uh, you know. So I was at the point where I just wanted to work and help my family survive. And uh, I wasn't going to go to school because, number one, I couldn't make up my mind where I wanted to go. And uh, my high school coach went and registered me for Northeastern Illinois University told me how to get there. And if I didn't be there by August the 1st, he would do something to me. I was <laughs> afraid of that five foot five uh, Italian race Salatino because I knew what kind of damage he can do. 
Yeah. And, uh, I took my behind up to Northeastern Illinois University, and the rest was history. Uh, you know, I set a lot of records. I played a lot of football. I met a lot of people. Ended up getting my degree into uh, physical education and um, general health. Became a teacher at the Orr High School and a coach. And I was there for 25 years where I graduated from. The old welcome back Carter thing. And uh, I mean, guys, uh, I was only like 22 years old. And guys were saying, well, you're ready for the NFL. You can go. And I was like, you know, well, I'm, I'm working. I'm making money. And uh, a guy by the name of Roosevelt Carr said, I'm going to semi-pro football practice in uh, Mount Greenwood. Would you like to go? And well, of course, I said, sure, I'll go. I went out there. And uh, the rest was history. I joined the Chicago Heights uh, Broncos and um, when guys saw me, they said, man, you, you could get to the NFL. I was like, I just like playing football. Yeah. And uh, I had some very cagey veterans blocking for me and playing for me. And I ended up signing an NFL contract with the Denver Broncos. Yes, and, you did. Uh, I, was at the, I was at the time when they had, uh, they were introducing AstroTurf. It was new, so they didn't have it all really together. So in Denver, of course, you know, it was wet. Yeah. On the ground in the morning, we'd do uh, turf in the mornings, but they would just roll it out over concrete, you know, tack it down. In the evening, we practice on grass. I ended up getting injured during camp. And uh, I had a decision to make. Well, they were going to make it for me. I either had to uh, return to Chicago, rehab, and come back. And my agent got me a contract to be a t part of a team to go to Europe to introduce American football. Mm -hmm. So I took the trip to Europe, was promised my job when I returned. And I was on the team that uh, toured uh, Europe with American football in 1977. You can go in the blue and white Chicago Lions. <laughs> and then I became a coach a semi-pro in high school and four Hall of Fames. Uh, I did something. You're good. You're good. Uh, football Association Hall. And of course, these are just some of the memorabilia from the Chicago Falcons. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chicago Falcons. Actually, no, let me get mine real quick. Because I forgot to wear my jersey, but... I'm just gonna wear this one. Just, 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 just so we match. Right here, Falcons for life. Oh yeah, okay. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. good. Well, the rest is history. Yeah, I've and been I coaching mean, 45 years, mm -hmm. and I enjoy it. Yeah. So let, let, let's talk more about what when you formed the Falcons. Kind of what was your initial vision? Was it with you and Coach Armin Covington? Or was it your idea and then Armin Covington came along the fold? Well, actually, <laughs> a funny story. Armin Covington was one of my assistant coaches in high school. <laughs> and uh, we, loved, we, <laughs> we loved and enjoyed uh, football so much. We've been together for 45 years. And mm -hmm. uh, if he moves left, I move left. If I move right, he moves right. And, we never really had any disagreement about any 
thing. I we had a lot of talented young athletes come out of Or High School that we had coached, and they started playing semi-pro football. So we went out, Covington and I went out to watch the games, and these guys wasn't playing. And we were like, they're sitting on the bench. And, and we're looking at the talent that that was on the team. And uh, we said, those guys should be starting. They should be playing more football. Yes, sir. Well, yeah, I decided one day, hey, Cub, let's do this. Let's start our own team. And that's, how, that's how it became. You know, the partnership between Armand Covington and, and Coach Rob, uh, carried on the semi-pro football until today. And it's crazy because, you know, obviously, you know, in the, in the 90s and the 2000s, and, and obviously when you played coming out of college, semi-pro was, was, was a lot, I, I wouldn't say it was more serious, but it was the NFL no, and the major. Yeah, no, exactly. Say <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't say it because that's what mesmerized me with semi-pro when we were playing. 90% of the guys I played with came from the NFL. Right. You right. know, uh, I, and, and they were telling me, you should be there. And I'm like, well, these guys just came from the Eagles. They just came from the Bears. They just came from the, uh, the Redskins. What the heck? I'm just going to do what they say do. And, you know, we had DJ Dennis Jones sign with the Denver Broncos. We had Larry Ball sign with the Dallas Cowboys. We had the uh, Bobby Wright. I mean, just the, the whole list of them, you yeah. know, and uh, uh, they were doing their thing and they had a lot of hope in me and they schooled me on. Uh, Larry Ball happened to train me before I went to the Denver Broncos when I signed my contract. And he was a beast. Oh, God. He was one of the fastest guys that I ever played with. And uh, uh, you know, he signed with the uh, Bears and the Cowboys at one time, but he trained me so hard, I, I had no body fat. Well, of course, you can't see that now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the prime Rob days, folks. Yeah, the, the prime. prime NFL Rob. <laughs> now, my, my time in the 40 wasn't that fast. It was four or five flat, but uh, that was fast enough. You know, That's I was a yeah, I was I was a punt <laughs> returner, kick golf returner. I've never downed a ball in my life. Right. So kick returner, punt returner, everything. I never believed in fair catching. I never. I'll be ten, eight, nine yards in the end zone, and then everybody stopped blocking and just look around, and I just took off running. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never, I never had that. So, I mean, a lot of guys had a lot of confidence in me and uh, I really didn't have to speak a lot toward uh, the talent and the things I did because my teammates stuck up for me and they still do today, you know? So uh, I played with the likes of uh, Fred Mitchell, who was a one, one time head sports writer for the uh, Chicago Tribune. Uh, he's in our fraternal organization, Chicago Hype Broncos uh, Hall of Fame members. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, I, we had just a ton of talent, a ton of talent. Right. Yeah. So, now, so, now, so now we talk about now back when you, your day when you played. Now, 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 fast forward to present day when I played and kind of the struggles that we see now with semi-pro. 
you know, the struggles that we see now with guys not taking it seriously, guys not showing up to practice, guys not, you know, being able to transport themselves. Obviously, you know, when I was there, I had to obviously bring guys, you know, back and forth to practice and whatnot. And I mean, I enjoyed it because, you know, obviously, you know, it gave us a better chance to win. It, it made us more of a team. But talk to me as to kind of what your motivation has been in light of all of the issues. Because when I watched the Falcons documentary, and, 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 and we're going to go more into Phil and obviously all the losses we've had this year in, in a bit. But when we talk about kind of, you know, the motivation to keep the franchise going for 30 plus years, it's, it, it, people don't know this. I didn't know it until I started my own team. It, it takes a lot to run a team in semi-pro. It takes a lot to, to coach. It takes a lot to own what you do. You do both. You know, it takes a lot to, t- to bear the financial burden, to, to write the playbook, to recruit, and just to delegate, you know? And obviously, I mean, you're obviously great at delegating. So, so, so Coach, t- talk to me a little bit about that. What, what, what are your motivations to kind of, you know, obviously with all the, with all the, 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 the difficulties that you've, that you've encountered, you know, throughout your tenure um, as, as coach and owner of the Falcons? Well, well, out of those 30 years, I have to be totally honest with you. I did all the work for 15 straight years. I already know, Coach. Got travel expenses. Had to get money for the guys. Had to feed them. Had to. I did that until a guy by the name of Joel Prenata came on the scene. Yes, sir. For for 15 years, he lightened the load for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would let me know where we were playing at, when we were playing, how to get there, what time to get there. He booked games. We were known to play 30 games a season. Wow. We play on Saturday nights. We would play on Sundays the next day. Or we would play on Saturday at 12 noon and come back and play at 7 o'clock in the city, p.m., the same night. So those are the kind of people we had that was serious about the game of football versus what we have now. And what motivates me to continue the it, many, most, no, not many, but all of the teams back in the day that started and was around for our first 10, 15 years that no longer exist. Right. They are no longer existing in the Midwest, in the country, anywhere. And right. so we're, we're the Chicago Falcons are known locally. We're known throughout the state. We're known throughout the And uh, what motivated me to continue to go through times like when you came and saw that the young people wasn't as motivated and I understood a long time ago, I can't live my life through them. They have right. to live their life. And right. I can't live it for them. And they have to make decisions on what they want to do. Right. Well, that's like you say, not just a lot of work being a coach. It's a lot of work involved in being a player and mm-hmm. a, a dedicated player. So my motivation to keep going right now is that I understood from being a teacher and an assistant principal of a school of 1500 kids, uh, I learned that there were more, there was, it was more to life than just football. Mm-hmm. There were people out here in need of relationship building, needing know, to know how to relate and build relationships. Just as you found out when you came you built relationships that stand today. Yes, sir. 
a brotherhood. Yes, sir. Somebody you can call and email and FaceTime and whatever you young folks do. I call it face value book. Face value you're book. On that face value book thing. And and so you're always in contact right. with somebody you met here on this team. Yes, and sir. just think, if this team did not exist, there would be no brotherhood for young people to hold on to. 100%. And then we got more into feeding the, the homeless once a month. We got more of the helping people in the time of need. And, and so it became more than a football thing for me. It became a, a look at it as a move to make changes. Being here, making young people like yourself, you're motivated, you relocated, still got the drive to go. Football is dead set in your heart. And it's, that's what's driving you. That's what's yes, driving sir. us. We yes, got sir. it in our heart and you met good people along the way. Yes, sir. You know, I mean, obviously most of the good people are from the Falcons. You know, I mean, most of those people, you know, and you know, the brothers who I have, you know, <laughs> like Fonder, I, I actually had Fonder on, on Saturday and we we're talking about the first time we went uh, to the Blue Devils game. And then obviously, like, you know, he thought he thought we were going to get a car accident because I, cause remember you saw me on the freeway and I was zooming past you, coach. And then, and then, and then I'm like, I almost hit the I almost hit the divider and, and Fonder and his little brother was sitting with the backseat. And then they woke up like, damn, L.A. almost fucking crashed to the to the to the side cylinder block. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to make sure we, we we don't get late. And yeah, Fonder speed demon. Yeah, exactly. Speed yeah. demon. I mean, you see you see what I drive. So, you, I mean, it's, 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 it should be assumed, but <laughs> it's one of those things where. <laughs> You know, now that I have this podcast and now that we have a platform to kind of, you know, spread, spread the words, spread the message, I want to do that, you know, for everyone yeah. who's done good by me, you know, and obviously the Falcons were the last time I played for um, competitively, you know, and the viewers now know that um, this last time I ever been with, you know, I mean, uh, that's why I got this ring. And, and like I told, um, like I told my last, my, a few guests, this is my proudest ring, because even though we didn't win the league, we still with all the, all with all the difficulties we faced that year. And, and, and all and all, and every, everything we had to overcome as a team to get the guys to come out and get the guys to go to practice and get the guys to show up to the game, we still we still showed up and we still balled out. We still yeah. showed up. We still competed. We still the scoreboard and, and 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 this is this is this is where I'm getting at. The scoreboard and the record only tells a part of the story. It doesn't tell the full story. You know what I mean? The full story is kind of the, like yeah. you said. You know what the behind the scenes and what people don't appreciate on the field. Yeah. So. yeah exactly. So. You're absolutely right. And and, and I, I promise you, if we had had that Hall of Fame banquet in April, yeah, and you had been there, yeah, you would have seen what it, you would have just it, it just would have been uh, bone chilling yeah. to see the past and the future yeah. mixed with the current players. And it's just it's a oh it's I can't even I can't even describe the feeling that uh, uh, that goes on. You see grown men crying in front of their wives and their girlfriends and their kids because of the brotherhood they shared with one another and the memories, as you just said, the blue devil, the memories go deep. Right, exactly. You know, what I mean, those memories, the brotherhood. 
And now, and now, and now, and I want to talk about some of the brothers that we've lost for the past year. Let's start with the first one. You know, this one's close to me because you know we used to hang out a lot. You know, outside of football, uh, Caesar Maurice Caesar Patterson. Mm-hmm. He passed away officially a year ago, uh, last last Thursday. Um, kind of kind of talk to me about kind of you know because when I talked to Fonder about it, we were both talking about how it, it just it just we were frozen when the when the when the news broke and we saw the video and it's just chilling, like you said, it's bone chilling. To kind of you know really experience that you know so kind of well, how mm-hmm. how how did that impact you, coach? How was your initial reaction when this broke? Well, hey man, I love you guys like you're my own kids, and <laughs> uh, I basically have two bodyguards with me when things like that happen. Two of the former players, they come. And they be on my side uh, through through those ordeals, and uh, I I might be getting a little emotional now because yeah. uh, we have a a dedication page in our uh, ad book uh, every year with our what we call the Fallen Falcons. So we list those people and have a, a moment of silence. And uh, just a few days prior to Caesar's. Uh, incident. He was over to the house volunteering, helping me unload things from the trailer. So it, 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 my wife met him, met his kids, and and, and, and it's just like it was um, uh, it was shattering. Uh, uh, as I said, I uh, it's hard to accept when I lose one of our own, and uh, I feel that close to the uh, to the guys and, and the families as well. So I met his wife, and uh, she's a charming young lady. And matter of fact, it was so funny that uh, at the uh, funeral, we discovered that I was her sister-in-law's teacher. Uh, an administrator in, in, in elementary school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, they were related. And, and so it, it, it gets deep for me, man. Uh, that's why, you know, I got a little emotional when you uh, brought that up because we have lo- lost at least uh, seven Falcons and uh, they all, I mean, we were all close together. And uh, even a young lady, our first inductee, female inductee in the Chicago Falcons Hall of Fame, Diane. Johnson, uh, she was our trainer for 16 years, yeah. and uh, 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 so we have we have a list of our fallen Falcons, and and Caesar is is up at the top, you know, with uh, Henry Baptiste and Foo Foo and Ty Sanders and uh, John Johnny Stamps, and you know the the list is there, and and, and uh, uh, it touches my emotion. Uh, to even, you know, just think about the fun memories uh, we had together. And, uh, you know, I would go see Caesar at work. He would tell me to come by, you know, do what he need to do. And I'd drive by and we'll have a chat and we'll, we'll, you know, we just, you know, when guys call me, I just come. Yeah. You know, he's dearly, he's dearly missed. Hundred percent. It's tough, man. Like you know, I mean, for me too. I mean, Caesar was like was like a little brother to me because you know, I mean, he uh, 
I mean, he, he would always, he'd always mention me whenever I'm at work. And, you know, I mean, like, like what you said, you visit him, you visit me one time at work when I was working downtown at Blue Cross over there. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he was, he was always the type of guy where, you know, he would, he would, he would, he would try to make you laugh. He would try to make you smile and you'd always be, you know, someone. And then, and when, and when Noah was born, he'd buy me Noah's baby shower. Um, yeah, man. It's just, you know, for and me it, too. It just, it, it, and another, he was for the team. Right. I mean, and he played yes. all positions that he was asked to do. No, no questions asked. He's yeah. a running back, but he played center. Exactly. He played guard. He played yeah. D lad. I mean, just a team. I mean, but that's that's what the Falcons bring out in people. Yes, sir. They share of their talent no matter where you put them. They don't cry. They don't, you know, be disgruntled or anything. They just go and do. Yes, sir. You know, what they call for and, and I tell you you guys are, are some hell of a young men uh, being in contact with one another still to date there was no yeah. sour notes uh, when you leave when when people around the Falcons and life calls them for something else there's no sour notes they become closer to us yeah and I think to that point coach the Falcons aren't just a team it's it's a, it's a family you know what I mean and 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 that's and that's why I think the, the whole the whole differentiating factor is that's why I think the team has lasted for so long because, like you said, you're not just preaching football. You're teaching life lessons. You're teaching mentorship. You're teaching, you know, career advice and counseling. You know, a lot of the guys may not be you know the best you know criminal standing. You know, giving mm -hmm. them some different ideas about outlooks in life, being kind of father figure to them, and also kind of us as men, you know, individually kind of reaching out to each other and kind of you know lifting each other up when they're down and just me being that. You know, I mean, I totally agree with that. So I mean, and obviously Fonda's talking about. So yeah, when you left, try your own team. But he's like, yeah. there was no sour uh, notes. It's, it's... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, no, I'm good. I mean... Yeah. Huh? No, I'm good. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, no, I, I was just saying. I, I was just saying. You know, it, it seemed like uh, it becomes thicker when you, right. when people leave. They it, it, the, the, the the mixes become thicker together because there's not a time when they really don't mention your name. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's not a time when they don't mention other guys, Shaq's name or Jonathan's name, any of them. I mean, it's just you're embedded in there. Right. You are embedded in the Falcon lingo, in the conversation. <laughs> yes, sir. Falcon for life, baby. And now, yeah. and now, and now, and now, and now, one more depressing topic. And, hit this one. Uh, this one was close, hit close to home, but obviously Phil, because part of me still hasn't really processed it yet. I mean, I processed it. I made terms with it, you know what I mean? But it's just the whole manner in which it took place because, you know I mean? I mean, this is my first time actually discussing this publicly, you know, but with Carl, like Carl, Carl was one of the first guys to ever welcome me when I, when I, when I, when I was on the team. When I first, you know, came out, try out and, you know, everything like that. I... When 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 we don't actually reach out to him, it was Tenard. Tenard actually hit me up on Messenger and he said, "Hey, do you know that this just happened?" And then I'm like, "Wait, what?" Like, and then I read that correct thing. I called him. I'm like, "Wait, is this true?" And then I read this the paper and it's true. And I'm just like, "Oh man!" Like, so you know, kind of talk to me about that. You know how that was. You know, because you know Phil and Carl are both you know really exceptional players. Yeah. I. I, I... After sometimes and stuff was thing, and, and and you forget certain names and stuff. Uh, 
I didn't try to omit the uh, the name, but uh, uh, imagine me sitting in my man cave where I am at two yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And I get a phone call from a newspaper reporter asking me if I know of anyone named Carl North. Yeah. It's two in the morning. I'm watching football like I always do. I record a hundred games, you know. And I'm like half crazy. Like, why are you calling me? Asking me, did you know he was arrested tonight? And I said, no, I, I didn't hear anything. And so he started breaking it down to me. Uh, the incident, and uh, it was shocking. Nevertheless, I did not get to go to sleep the rest of that that, that morning. Right. And uh, I quickly text Chris Blackman. Yep, because he's the best contact. I got out there. He texted me back. What? What? And he looked it up for something. I don't know how you guys do that stuff. <laughs> you know, the technology. And he he told me what happened. I said, That's what this guy just said. He said, He didn't know that both guys were brothers. He referred to Carl killing a, another man because the information was new. It just happened or something and referred to the other guy that was a man involved in it. Mm -hmm. And yep. then uh, Chris enlightened me as to uh, everything. And I did get a call back from the reporter the next morning and he clarified a lot of things and he did an article I thought it was a, a very tasteful art it was a nice article he did in the paper uh, regarding that incident about Ray and uh, Carl you know and and, and they were there was I, I can't even <laughs> I can't say enough about those guys man they just uh, Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's so good, man. That's not. Yeah, no. You know, it's too. I, I, I mean, if you saw the Falcon's Way of Life video, Raymond was working on uh, doing a, a um, documentary Doctor. on the Falcon. I saw that. Yep, I saw it. And that was a, and that was a snippet of what he, he had taken so much footage. Yeah, he 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 didn't have a chance to put it. I mean, he 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 interviewed people, and 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 he was just trying to get a little snippet out there that snitched away. But he never, you know, it never really material. I think he did a hell of a job of what he did and what he showed us, what he was about to do, and we. 
gonna try and get that completed one day. Yeah. Because uh, I think he was on a tr he was on a roll with that. Yeah. And uh, you know, we reached out to um, uh, the family, and uh, we were all. I mean, the Falcons represented at the funeral. I mean, they always do. Yeah. All the Falcons were there, and 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 and, and the younger brother, you know. And, and 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 it's just it's just was a lot of support, a lot of a lot of team support, a lot of love for those guys, man. Unfortunately, that it was uh, earth shaking for all of us, you know, and uh, devastating, devastating. You know, uh, we still uh, in contact with uh, the family and stuff, but. Uh, when you lose people like those guys there, and then the, you know we actually lost four in the year, so it's, it's a rough thing. Yeah, it's been a rough year. I hope you saved that for the last because I don't yeah. know how much more I can talk yeah. about this. Thing no, 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 no. That's it. No, that, that, so that, that, that's breaking down. You no, know. you're a good coach. No, I mean, and obviously this, this, obviously yeah. the motion okay. obviously be. I mean, I yeah, may not be yeah, expressing yeah. it, but I mean, it, 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 it hit all of us. You know, when I had Fonder on, I, we kind of asked him the same question about how he felt when, when he heard the news about both of them. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's just like you said, it's earth shattering. It's just because you don't predict, you don't expect these things to come. And when, when these things just happen, it just hits you so differently because Carl, you know, I mean, I mean, in light of the circumstances, it's just like, I would never have predicted. I would never have seen Carl. His character did not speak. This is something, something, something happened. You know what I mean? I, I can't, this is not, you know what I mean? This ain't, this ain't the Carl you and I, know, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's just, it, when you, when you, when you, no. when you think about no, it no. and you, not yeah, at it's all. just, I, I, I was with those guys three years. Yeah. I was with those guys three years, man. I'd never seen them quarrel, argue. I mean, you, you just think about it. Carl right. was the quarterback and Ray was the receiver. And if he didn't throw in the ball, he didn't ever get mad or angry or anything. And those guys would travel on the road everywhere we went. They would feed guys that didn't have money to eat with, you know, it was just, they were just a, a hell of a group of guys. They, those two guys were just Falcon bound, just, right. just true Falconness, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. no, but I mean, yeah, just, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the, the, the losses stop. That, that, that was the point of that, of that, the last question for that. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll focus on more positive things, man. Like we got coach, I mean, yeah. hopefully the 31st bank will come up next year, hopefully when COVID starts to subside, right? And um, yeah. oh man, I'm waiting. I'm so waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting too. Shit, I was ready to come this year, and then you it's know, like I'll wait just to get the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guys want the jackets. They've been looking for their Hall of Fame jackets and rings and the awards and oh my goodness gracious, you know. And wait till your turn come. Yeah, I already know. I can't wait, Coach. I can't wait. You know, when I get that, when I, when I, when I get that call for the Hall of Fame induction, you know, I'm, I'm going to book a one-way ticket. I'm just going to be first one out. <laughs> don't man. be surprised, man. Don't be, don't be surprised. Your name is out there amongst people. All right. Well, I can't wait. You know, I mean, I'm definitely, I appreciate that, 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 that you acknowledge that. I appreciate their acknowledgement. You know, obviously, you know, the Falcons meant to me, and like, like I told my other guests, you know, when I played arena, when I played when I played JUCO ball, social media was not as big as it was prior to me moving to Chicago and joining and obviously joining the Falcons. 
when I joined the Falcons, obviously not only promoting the Falcons brand helped it helped the Falcons, but helped me. Like I was also able to benefit mm-hmm. by now getting an audience that like I would have never envisioned in the sport of football. And you know, like like we talked about, I don't play for the money, I don't play for fame, I don't play for anything. I play because I love the game, you know. And the guests I've had on for the past two weeks, you know, I've just kind of communicated that and they all kind of share that. And you also share that too, coach. And that's why, you know, that's why, you know, we're so, we're so connected and you're connected with so many others. And obviously the brothers on the Falcons are also connected because we all share that love and that passion for the game, regardless of what our aspirations or goals are, regardless of our backgrounds. Right. But I think the biggest thing to know oh, from that, yeah. yeah. Biggest thing to know from that is that, you know, this ring, like I said, is my proudest ring because of my role on that team. I wasn't just a player. I wasn't just a GM. I was, I was, I was, a, I was a team leader and, and, and my, and, and, and you know, that, that's feedback I got and to hear that from guys like Fonder, you know, hear that from guys like, you know, like, like want to, who else? Like, I mean, like Tuan or whoever, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter who comes from Gibbs, you know what I mean? From Gibbs and uh, Wale, yeah. Ryan, you know yeah. what I mean? Ryan, you know I mean? Obviously Ryan being, being kind of like, kind of like now, now, now the senior leader on the team, like just, just the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole brotherhood in the family. It doesn't matter what your role is. It's just, it's, it's a family, you know what I mean? Play out position, do what you gotta do for the team. Mm. You know, yeah, that's well, that's one of the things. That's, that's one of the outspoken things about you that uh, we didn't have to tell you to do anything. We, di- we didn't have to direct you to do anything. It was done. Yeah. It, it was happening. Yes. And, and, and uh, I mean, like you've been around 10 years. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's amazing. Uh, you know, a lot of times new guys come in, they, they're a little shy, they, they, they bury their head back in the background. Uh, but you took the front runner and uh, you, t- you took the, b- the bag on the shoulder and just started moving, making things happen and, and, and got recognized, got recognized by the players. You know, the guys that you just mentioned, the Fondas and the Wale's and the Blackman's and, and the Ryan's, they, 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 they said this guy, like he's been around forever. <laughs> he just stepped in a role and start doing more than one role. Right. You know. Things happen. You know, I remember, and you mentioned, well, who is that? I mean, he's got <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah. Man. Was I like, that guy got a lot of energy, man. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's L.A. Yeah, man. You know, Fonda Fond was telling me he watched our interview with Hotspot Radio uh, on YouTube, and he said that like, he says one of his favorite interviews. Remember, remember the interview we had? You, me, and Tenard, uh with with uh, Hotspot Radio. So, um, yeah, Fonda was watching that. And he was telling me it was one of his favorite <laughs> interviews. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, energy and and initiative and and kind of drive and passion is what I do. You know, when I started coaching, obviously not just semi pro over there, but I started coaching varsity high school over here last year. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that was something which I brought to the table and the kids, you know, it, it, it just helps the, the, the team move, you know, whatever yeah. the team needs me to do. So I appreciate that, Coach. I appreciate that. So That's what, that's, that's what, that, that's what you did. Yeah, you were like, and you had free reign. Yeah, I did. There, there wasn't a lot of, there were no restrictions, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, whatever it is, it motivated you to do what you had to do and where you are today, you were, you won't stop moving because you're a shaker and a maker. You know, it's just it just happens like that. And I've been around the game for a long time. <laughs> some guys come and go, but some getting noticed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's all I'm gonna keep doing. 
I'm gonna keep going, bro. I'm gonna keep going, coach. So I'm gonna keep going. So yeah. So uh, what you do? We'll do. Yeah. So let's go ahead and and when you become part of that internal brotherhood, let's make this thing happen. Oh, I'm gonna be there, coach. You got a lot of plans for the future. Oh my goodness. Oh, I already know. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be there, coach. Shit. Once I get that call, like I said, I'm gonna book that ticket one way, not, not, not round trip, one way. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, so let's close this out with kind of you know the Falcons. <laughs> let's close this out with kind of you know the Falcons. Kind of where can people go to find out more information? And obviously, you know, I, I used to run this administrative website, the ChicagoFalconFootball.com. You can find Chicago Falcons on Facebook. Follow Chicago Falcon underscore semi pro on Instagram. And you can follow Coach Rob, Tom Rob on Facebook. But if you want to donate to the Falcons, Coach, where would they go? Uh, well, they basically can uh, just contact me. Uh, my number is on the front page of the website. Uh, send me an email, a text, and if they want to do it, I'll let them how to make it happen. You know, uh, and I don't know if I should this out just now but uh and from syracuse new york clarksdale mississippi uh phoenix arizona and iowa coming in next season uh we wow. are going to provide the housing and jobs and transportation for these young men wow they want to continue playing football yeah, that's all it's about. You know, it's all about continue playing football, you know, whether it's me coming from Cali, I mean, you know, being a Lakers fan, I mean, getting a nickname LA, or whether it be anybody else trying to come from Phoenix or wherever it may yeah. be, man. Like, that's yeah. what we play for, coach. We play for, because we yeah. love football. And, you know, you continue to provide opportunities for these young men. I just want to say I was grateful, you know, for you to kind of give me the opportunity to be a player and also be a GM and also kind of, you know, just have free reign and be able to kind of, you know, be relive and actually, you know, be able to, prove myself once more, you know, uh, on, on the gridiron, you know, cause I mean, without, 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 without that, without, without being able to do that, I think I would have still kind of had that question mark, you know, you know, uh, uh, next to my name. And now, you know, with that season, you know, kind of with the publicity the notoriety and, 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 and the reach that I was able to establish with that, you know, and obviously, uh, the memorable moments, you know, with, with the guys, right. I think it's just, uh, it's something that's going to stay with me forever. So I just want to oh, say I great, appreciate you. Great. Thank you for that, Coach. So thank you, thank yes, you sir. so much. Uh, that's what we want to hear. I, I uh, not so much about football, but about being uh, successful in life and being able to be motivated to go on and do great things and be a world changer. Yes, sir. That's all I'm inspired to do. Once again, for listeners, you can follow the Chicago Falcons football, Chicago Falcons team at Chicago Falcons underscore semi pro. Chicago Falcons on Facebook. You can find Coach Rob's information on the Chicago Falcons website. Once again, chicagofalconfootball.com. His email and his phone number. Or you can reach out to me directly if you have me on social media, and I can forward you to him directly. And obviously, the Falcons are a nonprofit organization, so if you can donate, it definitely helps, you know, provide more opportunities for the young men, not only in the west side of Chicago or in the Chicago area, but, you know, internationally, nationally. All over. Yes. All over, yes. you know. I, I, yes. Our quarterback in 2018 was recruited from Atlanta, Georgia. So just keep that in mind. You know, we're gonna we, we have we have a lot of guys coming in all over. So, coach, is there anything else you want to say? Any parting thoughts for the viewers? No, I just like to uh, invite everybody to uh, everyone to uh, visit our website. And if you all if you do visit, 
check into our guest book. Let us know that you were there and uh, we'll reach out to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, then with that said, you know, check in the website. Thank, thank you for having me. 100% coach. All right. That's Coach Rock, folks. Thank you, coach. Love you, man. Take care. All right. Now let's keep these going. Oh, we already know. Shit. <laughs> All right, coach. <laughs> okay. I got, I got to get to practice now. They they page him. They texted me. Okay. <laughs> All right, coach. Take, uh, take care.